everybody and welcome to season two of the Good Festival podcast. We are back! We are back stronger than ever before. I'm probably quite happy because I've had a lot of coffee, but oh well. Um, I'm joined as always by Miller. Miller, are you excited for season two? Yes, season one was, it was eventful, it was interesting, it was a, gr- a growing success as everything is that we do as we are pioneers of life but yes i've I've also had a lot of coffee i'm also hyper (laughs) coffee's delicious and as i'm doing sober month sober february but i started early so it's still decent not because it's a short month for anything people as you like to always comment i started on 25th of january so it's it's a long one yes (laughs) delicious coffee football talk and for people that have been living under a rock and don't understand. Sunday of this week, as we're recording, Sunday is a big day. Sunday, the twenty seventh of February, twenty twenty two. We said when we were during this little cup run, just imagine if our teams get to the final. And guess what, people? It has happened. It has che- indeed. Chelsea versus Liverpool. Miller versus rugby. The battle of the super fans is on. It is indeed. And in this podcast, guys, it is basically going to be a final preview, if I'm honest with you. we are There are plenty of other topics which we will, we will talk about as well towards the end of the podcast. So if you're not interested in Chelsea or Liverpool, um, I suggest you just start scrolling. And I'm sure there'll be at some point we'll stop talking about them two teams. Scroll to six hours and 32 minutes of the <laughs> podcast. And you'll find out you'll find out uh, the Burnley Tottenham result. Ah <laughs> oh, well, either way. But let's let's jump straight into it, Miller. Um, mm. Liverpool Chelsea in the final. Um, it's been a it's been a while since we've both been in a final together. Um, there was yes. a period between two thousand and five and twenty twelve where. We couldn't stop facing each other in semi-finals and finals. Successful clubs, it just it just happens that way. But I think obviously Liverpool had a bit of a dip. Um, the Stuart Downing era. The Stuart, the Stuart Downing <laughs> era, um, and yeah, I think this the first time in, in quite a little bit of time. I mean, the, I mean, it hurts me to say this, but obviously the most recent time we did play in a final, you did win the FA Cup. Um, was it twenty twelve? I want to say uh, it was the same year we won the league cup the last time actually against Cardiff. We reached the final as well in that one. So it has yeah. been a long, long time. Um, but in terms of the Liverpool point of view, um, I would say that we are strong favourites. I think we are that strong. I think obviously there's no argument. There, there is no argument with that. But I'll I'll give you the reasons why I think we're strong favourites in this one. Obviously, since Jurgen Klopp has come, we've started winning the big trophies, which we have done. Luis Diaz signing has been... No one could expect how good he has hit the ground running. Yeah, oh, he's, he's a fantastic player, yes. Obviously, Liverpool managed to reel City in over the last couple of weeks. It looked like the title race was done. And all of a sudden, instead of 12 points, it's now three points. And we're now both on the same games. So that obviously, you know, brings a factor into it. Um... Obviously, we, we didn't play very well against Inter, yet we still come over a 2-0 away win from that leg. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, so I would say, yeah, we're pretty strong favourites. I think Chelsea, you can give me a more you know, perspective, and I'm sure you will, but 
you're stagnating a little bit. You yes. can't quite get that consistency. And obviously, yeah. there are many issues that have happened around the club since we've done the the, the, the the end of the first season. So I'm sure you'll go into that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very, very confident this Sunday, Muller. I'm not confident or unconfident about the game. I'm kind of just in limbo. Uh, there's a lot of factors uh, as to why we could win it or there's a lot of factors as to why we could lose it. We could lose it because Liverpool are on fire just now as uh, as we're recording evidence of last night's result against Leeds. Uh, also because you're an amazing team and also uh, when it comes to when it comes to winning trophies in recent times you've have, you have done well. But the reason why I think we can win it is because as we discussed we were making our delicious coffees Chelsea are fresh off of Winning a trophy, yeah. so that could play a major factor, as you, as you noted. Uh, and since Tuchel's come in, he's not been shy of winning the, the trophies, you know? So, what I would say about Chelsea is I don't know what your start, best start 11 is anymore. And, and that could play in our favour to a sense because you can't prepare for something you don't know, which is fine. I mean, obviously, he's not predictable either, but which is good. For both managers, because it's not like we're going to go by. That's going to be the definite start eleven. Let's pinpoint their weaknesses and their positives, and we'll go from there. You never know what Chelsea defence or midfield or even attack. We don't even know which keeper might play. It's going to be Mendy, but I think you definitely know the keeper. He's yeah. got to be Mendy. But I wouldn't be surprised if he went. With Kepa, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Well, you saw about your goalkeeper position. We know that it's going to be Kelleher, not Allison, on Sunday. That clock confirmed that a couple weeks ago that Kelleher is the clock keeper. And he deserves it. And, and he's does, going yes. to be in goal. And I'm look at the end of the day. Keep that just Keller. shows how good he is. Keller is a great goalie, and I have said that is not. Can you like, say his first name? No, I can't. <laughs> but Queen Kelleher. Queen Kelleher. Eh? No. Queen that. We're Royal Queen Kelleher. No, the Royal but Queen. there's a lot of chess fans going, oh, oh, the asses are starting. I'm going, doesn't fucking matter because it, it's, it's different from when you're playing like a secondary midfielder, a defender, a striker. It's different when it's a keeper because keepers are keeper. They, they, you know, it's not all about skills, it's not all about all that stuff. But just saving and keeping the ball out, and he's a great keeper. What I would say though about Mendy is I was very unimpressed with him in the Afcon Cup final. I don't know if you watched that, but he was I, I, very, I did, I did watch very it. shaky, yeah. and that would make me, as a Chelsea fan, slightly. Uh, listen, he's obviously played a couple of finals already for you, so you, you might have been just a one-off, and if that, that can happen to the best of any any professional. So maybe I'm being a bit harsh on this. But especially with balls into the box from corners, he was so shaky. And Liverpool have been scoring goals for fun from corners recently. Mm. So, I don't know. It might be the nerves of, you know, he's trying to win his first major trophy for his country. Any player dreams of something like that. I, I, uh, I completely understand that. Senegal was a massive deal for them and congratulations to them. He's also well. just fresh to, to winning trophies also. He's not been a player that's been winning trophies consistently for his career. He's, he's, a, he's a top goalie, but he's just getting into the habit of being a trophy winner. So I think once in a couple yeah. of years he'll, he'll have that increased confidence from the honours that he's receiving. But I hope he's on his game. I, I think he will be. He better will be. Me and my papa will be watching it. I hope he's in his game. Hope everyone's on their game. One player that I have no doubt will be on their game in a cup final of this magnitude is Thiago Silva. 
Thiago Silva this season has been phenomenal. Thiago Silva and Rudiger have been phenomenal. If that man was fast enough, he'd be in my ultimate team. But Thiago Silva is... You've got a question why PSG got rid of them. They're dumb. That's, that's why. They get rid of Tuchel uh, and they replaced him with meh. They, they, they then got rid of Thiago Silva in the same season. Then both of them went on to Chelsea and won the Champions League. Laughed at PSG because they can't win that to save themselves. They can get a, four, a 33 worth a billion. They still can't do it. But yeah, Thiago Silva... For his ages, but 36... 36, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 36 years old, and people are only just now seeing who he really is, which is one of the best defenders in the world. And we've known that for years from his time at AC, being captain for PSG for 10 years, or whatever it was. you know. But he's shown that age is just a number, in a good way. The age is just a number, and... The man is just amazing. You're, you're seeing people come out like John Terry going, I wish I was still playing to be in a tour with him. That'd be amazing. That'd be a fantasy. But I think the the biggest, you know, line-up question for Chelsea As the forwards. is Lukaku going to play because he didn't play in midweek. He's not been very good recently at all. I... And obviously the situation, obviously when he yes. did that interview... Has I think really hurt Chelsea Football Club this season. I really do. That was one of the downfalls. Because yeah. your downfall since then has been phenomenal, to say the least. Because this is what this is what Tuchel's said since he's come in. He he wants this is why he's also not been quick to go to the transfer market. He wants his squad to be positive. He wants to be a United front. He doesn't want to go with well, this player's shit. Let's get somebody else in for sixty mil and let's keep doing that and upsetting the chemistry. He then done it once, brought in one player. That player's brought some negative energy and it's impacted the squad. It's not injuries have also happened as well, but... Did he have a right to say what he said? No, no. He, he should leave that from when he's no longer at the club to then go, right, this is what happened at the time. He shouldn't... See, when you're playing for a team, you rep, you're representing that team also. You're representing yourself and your brand and your sponsorships, but you're also representing your team. You know, if he'd done that interview in any other country, would he have been scrutinised as much as he has been, do you think? I don't know. I personally don't think he would have. I, I think he would have been scrutinised. I'm not denying that. I don't think he would not, have been not, anywhere near not the levels. To the, not to the magnitude. Yeah. Absolutely not. But he should never have said what he said. He's made himself a meme also, but that's... That, that's... He was trying to appease the Inter fans because he didn't leave in a great in a, in a great way. But but then, then not only have you got one fan base pissed off you've, at you... You've annoyed them even more. You've then annoyed Inter, <laughs> but then you've also annoyed your current fan base. And I will, I will say this, Lukaku can score on Sunday and win his, the game. I still don't want his negative energy and I still don't want him at the club. Due to the things that he said. Is he working hard enough on the pitch? No. Everyone, a couple, a game or two ago, the man had seven touches all game. Lukaku. At the weekend, that was against Yes. And I'm sitting going, like, obviously he's not the worst signing we've ever made, but I'm then sitting there going, what are you doing? Like, ever, ever since he came out and apologised for the interview, he's like, oh, I'm going to try hard, I'm going to prove all the fans wrong. Seven touches, people. Seven touches. So, that's what I'm going to say for Sunday. I would rather Timo Werner start 
and not get a goal, but we play better with Timo Werner on the squad. We play better uh, when he's there in Lukaku. But going by the Champions League game we just had, have Arts in that centre forward role could also work. And if he if he's going to continue his little form that he's on, well, remember I will take it. Uh, you you mentioned how that's there, and it's very hard to not go and look back at the game at Anfield at the start of the season, where Havertz in that first half was very very good. He got obviously got the goal, really nice header at the cop end and whatnot. Yes, I think what you listen, I, I I definitely don't want to be giving Chelsea ideas. They're not going to listen to me, of course. But I think obviously Liverpool's high line is what you have to be. If you can beat that high line, you make us look like a very average team. But it's very hard to do that because we are so good. Especially we have the back four of Trent, Robertson, Virgil and probably a massive, let's say. You may be in Canate, maybe being a bit harsh on him. But anyway, they're so well drilled at that back line. Especially with Virgil directing it. Not many teams beat it. And there's so many times, where, especially recently, where people have become like, oh, they've beaten it. No, they haven't, and they're nowhere near beating it at all. Mm. With VAR, you know, we get away with that because they're going to look at it scrutinised. And even if it's only by a millimetre, it's offside, which is why it works so well for us. So you guys are going to have to try and beat that somehow. And to give you credit, I think at Anfield he did beat it a few times. Yeah. But we're definitely a more confident... We're back to our... We're back to our 2019 confidence levels, in my opinion. And, and you've done it at the right time because City are kind of not slipping, but they're kind of showing City signs. Are, City, City aren't slipping. They're not but, slipping, but they're showing signs of it and you're getting into good form. And also, City are starting to show why they should have brought in a striker. Yes. And listen, at the end of the day, they've done very well until that. And they probably they might still win the league. Um Although I think it is going to be a case of in four weeks, in four Premier League games time when we do play City, the point gap is going to be the same as it is right now, and that game is going to be monumental. Mm, yeah. And it's going to be a case, and it's going to be at the Etihad, which will be you know very difficult for us. But I don't want to go into that because this is this is not a Premier League preview sort of thing. But, but, but he's a pit form at a decent point because there's a trophy in the line here, and you know. I think also though it's the options we've got again. I don't think Liverpool have had these options at all ever since Jurgen Klopp. I think Liverpool have had these options for years, actually. Forget Jurgen Klopp. Liverpool have not had these options for about 20, 25 years in terms of the bench. I mean, you cannot you, you cannot pick Liverpool's best start 11, not because of injuries, because there are so many that can be in that team that makes it Liverpool's best starting 11. Oh, so, let's go yeah. through it, right? You can rotate your front three and still have the best front three in the league. Not even the front three. So f- let's go to the goalkeeper first of all. Callagher or Allison. To be honest with you, you want Allison in there probably, but Beca- you're not. You're not panicking if you have to put Callagher in. No, there of course all. not. Of course not. Right back, you could put Joe Gomez in there or Trent. I think right back is probably the one where you go. I would want Trent in there every day of the week. I would still be a little bit nervous, Joe Gomez there. Not even the defensively, but because of how much he Trent gives us in the attack. Right, back, right back's the only one where you go. It's not a definite. Like you can rotate it into like you're perfectly fine. That's probably the only one. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, oh, Look at the centre backs: Matip, Kanate, Virgil, even Joe Gomez. You know what I mean? That's that four very very good centre backs. There's, there's, there's a team A and team B that you can do it with that. You can you can rotate it in many different ways. Yeah. Left back Simakas has been for this season. This season has yes. really kicked on, and he's made Robertson a miles better player because Robertson realised in November he had to step it up, and my God, Damn he right. has. Yes. 
He really has. And, and, he, and he's a great player. It's uh, Timiskas. Timiskas, yeah. He's a been great like, player. <laughs> what do you call him then? Timiskas or something like that. These foreign players, you must be Greek or whatever. I don't know. He is Greek, actually. Yeah, yeah it's the Greek. <laughs> That's your ultimate team knowledge coming in there. Yeah, so it was like Papadopoulos, but that, that, that Greek guy. <laughs> Papadopoulos, anyway. yeah. And look at the midfield as well Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago. Um, Oxley Chamberlain. Oxley Chamberlain. Harvey Elliott. How good has he been since he's come back from injury? Yeah, Normally, players take a couple of months to really get going. And Harvey Elliott has hit the ground running right away. And Klopp was so happy with him. He started him in a way against Inset. And he was justified. He was very, very good, to be still, fair. To still him. waiting EA on his special card, Harvey Elliott. I've not even mentioned James Milner in midfield, who can still do a, a, an option. Boring, so I've just boring James Milner. Naby Keita. I've, there's eight central midfielder players I've just mentioned there that Liverpool could play in. And you, any three of them could be sensational front three uh, midfield three sorry and then and then and the front three you've got Salah oh, Mane Diaz Jota. Jota Firmino even Minamino's done his job especially in the League Cup which has helped us get to this blooming points it's and Origi how can I not mention it I'm smiling I'm getting happy and happy they, because I'm starting to I, it, the options are incredible there were two there was one Liverpool player that I, I actually love out of all of the Liverpool players that are in there is Jota. The man is just a machine. And the reason why is the shithouse rate that he does, but also the fact that Wolves fans are all celebrating that they got decent money for him. And then he goes to Liverpool and becomes one of the best players in that league when he plays. Sensational. I I think what I would say about Wolves fans is that um, they knew that Jota could not get any better in that Wolves team because eventually... You, to keep the hunger, to keep the, you know, the strive to get better and better, you need to be, able to be going for the big trophies. That's why you get better. If you stay in a Wolves team, you're going to kind of stagnate because you you want to reach high levels, but the team yeah. just can't do it and they haven't got the funds. And, and that's not all. It's when goals. you think, it's, you also think, and I'll only say this, only say this quickly because it's going off topic, but, but it's, it's like looking at like how... How good can Neves get if he was in a, t- in a different team? How good can Jimenez get mm. if he was a different team? But it's, it's the same thing. But no. Even the Wolves are a good team. But anyway. But they're not attack, attack, title winning, caliber, trophy challenging team. Having said that, though, I would never, ever say I thought Jota would be this good. Never, never. in a billion years. Never. And I watched Jota when I was in University of Wolverhampton when he was, they were in the championship, and I thought he was a good player. I didn't even see him in the first season in the Premier League. I, I'll be honest with you, I never went and thought that's a Liverpool player there. I was I was always striving looking at Adama, if I'm honest with you. Um, you always but just, when we yeah. signed Jossa, I was very excited because I was like, OK, we've got an, a backup option. But ever since he's put on a Liverpool shirt, he has been striving to take that front three he's so spot good. Roberto Firmino. He's so good. And considering how important Firmino has been for Liverpool, for Jota to sh- just sort of... Uh, what's where I'm looking for? I can't... I can't... I haven't got the right words... Just to put him to the side and become that important is sensational and it's a credit to him. And it's going to be a map. I'm going to be heartbroken for Jota if he does not get a chance to, to walk out at Wembley on Sunday because of this injury. Because he has been. Yeah. He's the reason we got there in the end because he was so important against Leicester and Arsenal. Minimino got the, us to that the point. The Le- Leicester game, especially, because you mm-hmm. could easily have lost that. We, we've commented on that before. You know, Leicester. Bottled that shit 
But also, you used on your part also is not a flip. No, Leicester should have beat us. Yes. Let's be clear. Let's let's be very very clear on that. We had to put we we had to put out, we put out a very average team that day. Um, a lot of youngsters who did, to their credit, play very well. Tyler Morton and all these sort of players. But we should never have gotten through, considering we had to come from behind twice. And I say twice, but we, we actually came back once in the end. They went 2-0 up, 2-1, 3-1, 3-2, 3-3. was so important, especially at Arsenal. Against Arsenal, obviously, he got things um, Jacker sent off with that run in the first leg. And then, obviously, in the, the second leg, he gets the two goals. You know, he deserves to walk out at Wembley. And it's going to be devastating if he can't do that. Having said that, though, if he doesn't, I'm sure he'll know. Liverpool are going to reach other finals. It, it might even be this season because we are still in every competition. You know, we could still even reach the FA Cup final. That you know what I mean? That's where that's the level Liverpool are at these days, and it's the level that Chelsea are trying to get themselves back into. Yes. And I think Chelsea are sort of stuck in this, in this sense of you can't go for all the trophies. You have to pick one or two. It's a bit like God's a couple of years ago. Mm, yeah. Um, I think personally. That this is the only trophy you you are gonna you might get the FA Cup actually to be fair the FA Cup and League Cup is your best success at getting trophies I don't think you're gonna win the Champions League again um, you it, you never you never know it depends but what you'd get in it's the highly unlikely because the only team that done it was Real like and that but that's because they had Ronaldo and all that stuff but well they, they 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 just got that that winning mentality didn't my they? best hope would be to get to the final because you always enjoy when your team gets to the final maybe we don't win it at least we're there mm-hmm. but it it would be a pipe dream it would be it would, it would be out of the out in the clouds to to suggest that Chelsea could go and win the Champions League and retain it it's not even a thought in my mind all I want is. Take every 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 game, every final at a time. Now that we're into a cup final on a Sunday, focus on that. Get a W, and you know, putting our putting our trophy in Tuchel's hands, and give the man the respect he deserves. And yes, and then then focus on the Champions League when it gets to it. We done we done well in the last round, so just take it every round as it comes. But yeah, I do agree with you. Uh, we're, we're, we're kind of still at the stage where, even though we did win the Champions League last season, uh, we're still at a stage where we're fighting for those consistent, consistent trophies. But that's that's what makes the English game so good and and how Liverpool and Chelsea are just now. And it's a battle of two Germans. Two one, Germans. One, one has won more than the other, have a guess who. <laughs> but, but... It's Klopp. <laughs> yes, but however, Don Tuchel is racking up those those honors, and the man is hungry. And however, the man's humble. The man's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. I've I've questioned where to get a Don Tuchel tattoo. People, oh dear, I may do it. If I'll tell you, people, I'm gonna say this now. Don't say you're in the League Cup final that you're gonna get a Tuchel tattoo. I'm doing it, oh. everyone. If Tuchel wins this Sunday, because this, this will be the happy, I'll, I'll be a happy man. Uh, not because, also because it is against Liverpool, and I do enjoy it when we, when we beat Liverpool. But if Chelsea win this Sunday, expect the Don Tuchel tattoo incoming. And if he goes and wins the Champions League and retains it, people, there there will be a Chelsea sleeve. In it for me, and also I will 
See, I can respect the Champions League, but not for a league. Ho Listen, I'm desperate to win this, but I'm not gonna come on it, here. And no, say no, that. no. <laughs> but, no, but see if Chelsea beat like some other team, like Arsenal, in in, in the cup final, and I'd be like, I, I wouldn't probably wouldn't care, but because it's against Liverpool and it's this podcast and it's Miller versus Rugby. If Tuchel does it for me and gives me that satisfaction, if you lose, will you get a Rugby tattoo? No. Boo! No, no. I think if it was a Champions League final, we could maybe do that. That bet. Yes. If 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 Tuchel lost the Champions League final against Liverpool, I cry my my eyes. Tell you what, if we reach the Champions League final, we'll we'll, we'll put that bet on whoever loses has to get the yes. other person's you know surname on the back or something but like it, that. It, it can be a sh it, it can be the tattoo place across from my house that just opened. <laughs> One that's probably terrible. Maybe we can we can get lasered off. Quite easily. I wish we hadn't said that now, personally. <laughs> People, I, I I hope you are the faithful folk that skipped to six hours and thirty minutes to see the Spurs and Leeds result, and the, and you didn't hear what we just said there. Please. Right. Let's, so to to wrap this up, I did say to you when you walked in the room, um, let's have your Chelsea predicted starting eleven, and then I'll give you my Liverpool one. So starting in goal. I'm guessing you'd play fear the back still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mendy, as much as much as I love Kepa and what he's done in the cup, I think he. I go Mendy. I'm trying to be logical as well. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say. With the team Although Kepa does have previous winning English cup finals. I think. I think if if you play Mendy and then if we got like a penalty shoot, for example, Brown Kepa. <laughs> Mendy will refuse to come off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I, I, I don't think Mendy thinks he's manager. Like okay, Kepa did. continue. Right wing back, my boy Reese. Reese James, the third best right back in England. On his days, a bit. Uh, he's not. He's not. I'm biased. He's not. There's a reason, right? I'm biased. There's I'm a biased. reason, right? Chelsea fans have have quietened down about this Reese James trend. Right now, right because Rich right James had his honeymoon period at the start of the season. Right now, Trent's better. Right now, Trent's better. And Trent was le even I mean, level with him then, I mean, and now Trent is about five stories higher than Rich James. Trent, and Rich James is struggling to find his way up the stairs because he keeps knocking his head Trent off a wall sense. because he can't get any higher. I do have Trent in my ultimate team starting, so I I do not hate Trent. I do I do love Trent. He's he's, he's amazing. Rich James is so. He's, Sorry, he really he's, is. he's amazing, right? He's not amazing. He's not. He can't get any higher. The Wigan player that got away is amazing. Anyway, continue. Uh, centre back. Uh, we have one of the three. Yes, one of the three. Thiago Silva, Rudiger, and what? From what I'm thinking is going to happen, Saar. Ooh, that'll be an interesting one. So no, Christensen. I don't know if he's fit or not. I don't know what 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 happens to him. If he's fit, do you play him? If he's fit, I play him, yes. But if I'm going by logic, I think Saar will play. Okay. And, so and Saar's done really well since he's been given the rub. He's done really well since he's been put in there. He's becoming, he's becoming a complete uh, certified backup. But I think, in a, I think in a year or two, he'll be right up there. Okay. Uh, then left wing back. I, d I don't know if, uh, if I don't know if Chilwell's going to be fine for the game. If he is, Chilwell. But... I wouldn't say no to Alonso. Alonso versus Salah. 
Oh, just give us the trophy now. Yes, I know. <laughs> just give us the trophy now. So, Salah and Trent against Marcus Alonso. Oh, mate, just give us the trophy. But if he has Rudiger beside him on that left wing, on the left centre back, then it's fine. But if not, sure well. But yeah. Uh, midfield. So if it's a free. It's a, usually a free five. midfield, isn't it? Yeah. So it'd be. But I mean, that's, that's the difference. It, it, it would be, you'd do Jorginho. Most overrated midfielder I've ever seen. Lies. Um, Not lies. I can't, I, I still get angry thinking that he got third place. I, I, know, I, I just, I don't see it. And I've watched us quite a lot this season. He's rubbish. Pirlo has a Jorginho poster. In his in his bedroom. Pelo doesn't even know who Jorginho his is. His wife's disappointed. Uh, so you talk- Jorginho got carried in the Euros. He wins. And he got carried in the Champions League final. He got carried in the Euros, and he goes, "Oh, I won them both, so I deserve to be to win the Ballon d'Or." Yes. Absolute nonsense. If we're, if we're going by that logic, can you, uh, Jorginho, and a man that has recently had some good fortune. If Rashford could take a penalty, Jorginho would not have won the wouldn't have got third place. Yes. <laughs> so we have. Jorginho, and a player that is, has done well against uh, Liverpool in recent times, Kovacic. did score a really nice goal. Kovacic, for, Kovacic for, his, for his work rate, and also, I just love the man. He's, a, he's amazing. He's a bull. I think our midfield free bullies are free. You never know. But, the, but, the, but then, the main man, the best, midfield out of, the best midfielder out of both teams, is Kante. Okay, I don't agree with that. Kante the man. Nah, Fabinho's better. No. Yeah, he is. No. Yes, he is. Kante is is not the best best CDM in the Prem anymore. Fabinho is. Kante... Or even Rodri. No. Kante's third now. Kante, in the the Champions League game we just played, was... Against Lille. Yes. Against Lille. Against Lille. The team we drew twice. Don't know how we done it. Against Lille. Yeah. But, no, but the man, a seam sprint... Who don't score goals? I won't have this. You have him. You're starting to love him. Your ultimate team. You love. You love Kante. You secretly. Are, you secretly. I may love him, but he's still the third best. You can't. Just... Actually, he's fourth because Declan Rice is better than him. Oh dear God. So yeah, that's my three: Jorginho, Kante, and Kovacic. A certified beautiful front three. Not Ross Barkley. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> How dare you? That man couldn't even get into Aston Villa on midfield when he was there. Uh, and the front three. Front three. Now this is now this this is just it's all over the place. But from go by logic, I don't know. See, see, when it comes to the front three, logic is at the window because you never know. But what I'm I'm going to change the rules for this one. From what I want personally, Timo Werner because we play much better when he's there. Don't care what anyone says. You know he doesn't score. Yeah. But but he plays so much, he, he plays so much better for the team. He's a better team player than Lukaku. Uh, Timo Werner, ZH, and I just don't know what's going to happen here. But I just think I think this is going to happen, so I'm going to say it. Mount. Either Mount, who I hope so, but what I think is going to happen if we can go by the Champions League game is Pulisic. And that's your starting eleven. Yes. Okay. Um, we are screwed, people. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, look, obviously Stamford Bridge, it wasn't that long ago and you did come back, but I think we just completely took our foot off the gas and we won't do that in the cup final. Um, I will give you mine now and I'm going to tell you why every single option is better than yours. <laughs> so first of all, we know Kelly is going to start in goal. It's all opinion-based, people. Remember that. We've got, we, we had a better English midfielder than you. We've won more League Cups than you. We've won more Champions Leagues than you. Well, We've got a better squad than you. We've got a better fan base. We've got a better stadium. Reigning you Euro guys are rubbish. Reigning <laughs> European champ, world champions, world champion people. World champions indeed, yeah. But you are, are also former world champions, so you know the battle of the world champions, as we can call it. Battle of the world champions. Ooh, we, we, we could, but it's a bit of an outrage that you are world champions. It's not an outrage. <laughs> we deserved it. Fuck say. <laughs> Hey, we've we, we done the world a favour. If City won the Champions League, they'd still be talking about it to this day. Even though we are still talking about it to this day. Ah, but, but Pep would have left. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, no, you haven't done us a favour. No, we have, because I, I went to London and seen the Champions League. In... I still hate Chelsea more than City. But just. No, I, I, ra I'd rather you hate us more, because then it, it, gives me, it justifies me hating you are the uh, You are the original um, Moneybag FC you are the original. We started a trend. We started a trend, people. You started City. You even started Newcastle now. PSG. You guys are cancer to football. But guess what? We've been here around so long that people forgot. See all these teams that are now getting all these rich owners. They've now forgotten about us. You, no one's forgotten about you. You are paying the backside. Abramovich doesn't only fund... Chelsea, but he's also funding the Third World War. He's also uh, we, we don't bring politics into this. He's podcast. also funding Putin. So no, yeah, we, we don't bring politics into this podcast. Did, did, you, did you hear that Abramovich get banned from the UK? I did, yeah, amazing. And get, should, 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 Chelsea should be sanctioned a billion pounds, um, and Abramovich should be stripped of the ownership of Chelsea Football Club. And, and Stamford Bridge should be and, and, and then, and then turned he, into rubble. And then he sells it, sells it, sells it to some Saudi trillionaire. You know, I think this is the most um, heated and nasty podcast we've ever done together. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's been quite humorous. Anyway, <laughs> can I go back to my Liverpool Star yes. Because I'm sick of your lot. Your lot are just... A, you know what that you guys are? See everyone? You're, you're, you're that stick of gum that you get at the bottom of your shoe that are just always sticks there. It, it, it's not really doing much, but it's just it's always that little bit annoying that you can't get it off the bottom of your shoe. I, I, see, Sunday can either go two ways, right? It could either go, I'm going to be very upset because I'm going to be hearing it off this boy. You'll be getting phoned. Yeah, I, I will turn my phone off. And you I won't will, take your phone off. I will be humble. I'll take the criticism because if I, because I know that if it was reversed and I'm Chelsea went... I'll be in Liverpool City I'm Centre. Like, it'll be horrendous for you. Yeah. I'll be in Liverpool City Centre. It'll be horrendous for you. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be horrible. Yeah. But Anyway, anyway. Um, so, Callahan's in goal. Yes. The back four, I mean, Trent Robertson will be full-backs. They just really will be. Yes. Um, Centre-back is where it gets... Obviously, Virgil will be in there. It's whether you'll go with Matip or Kanate. I, I think I, it's going to be Matip. For the experience. I think for the experience. Um, but, Kanate is, is a bit more pace, but I think Matip has got more about him. He obviously scored a brilliant goal yesterday as well. So, I think he'll take the ball out from the back, and that does give us a lot more options. So, I would personally actually go with Matip, but I won't be upset if Kanati does start. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. If, if Kanati starts, I'm not going to go, oh, thank God, it's no. fucking him, because he's still an amazing player. To be honest, even if Joe Gomez was in there, wouldn't he? But, but it should be Matip. Again, yeah. Is anyone, anyone who's... If you've got Van Dijk beside you, I think. Um, the midfield three is... It's an interesting one, because... 
we've got so many options now. We really do. I've already mentioned it. Um, Fabinho is the first name on the team sheet for me in the midfield. Fabinho plays, no question, unless he's injured. And then you go, well, I think for me, Thiago has to start. I think he brings that bit of class, big game player. Thiago, phenomenal. He has to start. He, he's, he's a player that uh, we, we kind of slightly uh, criticised when he first came in because he kind of wasn't showing it. But now, now he's getting comfortable with his surroundings. He's proven why he was brought in and also why he's a player that he is. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, the third one, the reason I say it's difficult is because do you go with a Henson who is very, very good, he's our captain, and he probably will start? Or does Klopp think, do you know what? I fancy throwing a bit of a curveball here and having someone who will drive at the midfield. So do you put in a Curtis Jones or even Harvey Elliott? I'm not so sure, but I think you play it safe and you put in Fabinho, Thiago and Henderson. So that's my midfield mm. three. Still, still very strong, still very strong, yes. And then the front three. Oh, dear God. People, scared. I'm right now fantasising of the Diaz foot card that I'm going to buy when I get home. Yeah, I mean, it does. if Jota's fit, Jota definitely starts. Has no to, question. has to. No question. Has so to. It's whether you put him on the left or do you, do you put him a strike, because he can't play on the right. Salah has to play on the right, of course. So... If you just went with Jota, Manny and Salah, I think I'd personally kill myself on, on the spot. Well, that's what I think he will do, but it wouldn't even surprise me if he puts in Firmino for this game, for the work rate. But but then but then you... Even... But I just think that we've got so many workers in that team now. You can you don't need Firmino in. Well, you say you don't need him. You can afford not to have him in there. And I think if Jota's fit, you put him in there. But if Jota isn't fit... I would put Manny as a striker, Salah on the right, Diaz on the left. And in worst case scenario, chuck in Divock because Divock's still... Divock doesn't start. Divock's on the bench. Divock's the best plan C in the history of football. Divock will be sold in the summer, unfortunately, because... Oh, but No, but uh, we discussed this in the past podcast. The only way he's leaving is if a Chinese team comes in for him and spends 30 odd mil. I don't think he does, though. Because he's... We- He's rejected 18 mil for him or whatever it was. Because it was mid-season. Mm. He's only he's, he's doing the money, but I've always said Origi's more valuable. It's if Divock wants to leave. Yeah, I don't. I don't that. think he. I don't think he, he, he even wants to leave. I'm not in a position where I'm desperately shoving him out the door. I would love it if we sign him on a couple year contract. He accepts. He's going to be still keep his the role that he's with now, and if he's happy with that, phenomenal. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. But if he wants to leave. He does. He's got the right to because he's he's, he's earned he's, he's that done, right. He's, he's done it all. He has. He's earned that right. So, but that's my Liverpool start eleven, and you guys. Well, if we are as on fire as we were against Leeds, you's are screwed. Is 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 Divock a Liverpool legend? Or yes. Yes, I agree. Because legendary status comes from either having being consistent for years and years and years, or or you have big moments. And Divock Origi has had um, um, so many moments. I mean, let's talk about... So, this season alone, that Wolves one was massive because if he didn't score that wall game against, goal against Wolves away, we wouldn't be in the position we are in now. We're so close yeah. to City. That's points dropped, and instead of three, it's five, and people are not going to be talking about us in the way that they're talking about us now. And I know I know. we also look at the the Barca game and, and all that, but Joe, Joe, one game that I, I always think about... Everton. Uh, the Everton one. The Everton one is the best moment... If, uh, if, I think guarantee is there. I think it's amazing. If I, you ask Liverpool fans, the, the, their favourite one from Divock Origi, they're either going to say 
Barcelona. Based on the competition. The Champions League final goal. Yes. Or they're going to say that Everton won. The Everton one for me is, is the best one. But for me, it's, I think it's, not it's, still, it's, it's still the Barca one because it was just... A, it, it's a moment, that Trent corner. It, it's my favourite moment as a Liverpool fan because it was... The, the quick the quick, the quick, quick corner and all that and Barca didn't expect it for some fucking reason. It was... It, then, what it led us to... Yes. But in the moment, the Everton one for me... Is just the header, and it's, it's and pure shit house city, and yes. it was at our rivals. If it was scored yes. against, say, Southampton, it would, it, yeah, it would, it would be, it would be raved at, but it, it wouldn't be anywhere near the level. But the but fact it was it, against Everton, but the fact is against your local rivals, and it was a winner, it just makes it better in the moment. As Dave Okarigi is in the same, maybe maybe even a little bit higher now than um, a lad called David Fairclough. Who scored a very famous um, extra time winner for us against Saint Etienne? Mm. David Fairclough was a brilliant super sub for us back in the day, and David Griegan probably maybe is in a higher regard now because he's done it quite a few times in big big games and whatnot. But of course, David Griegan is Liverpool legend in a different way to Steven Gerrard is Liverpool legend in a different way. So yeah, I would say that if you're not a Liverpool fan, you're probably sitting there going, "You're an idiot." Of course he's not. Look how many. I'm even saying it. I mean, you, you know, look how many players. But you've got to understand what Divock Origi has given us. Is he's given enough from the game time he's had and from what he could do. He he's got so many people in front of him, and the fact that he's done what he's done with the people that are in front of him in the pecking order is phenomenal. You see, because I'm a Liverpool fan, right? I'm going to mention two other goals that he scored, which stick in my mind, big moments. So that season when we won, we lost the title to City by one point. Actually, this was a game before the Barca one. He scored the 19th minute winner against Newcastle. We kept that dream alive going to the end of the yeah. season. That was a massive goal for us. Mm. And another one. Remember that that first season the Klopp came and we got that two-all draw against West Brom. Yeah. It was Origi who scored that goal on the left hand side, and that you know that was a moment. That was the first time the Klopp really showed how how he was going to change the relationship between the club. And the supporters, and make the supporters feel they were part of the team, and whatnot. So, yeah. Listen, listen. listen it, when you ask the supporters of the club, you, 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 these fringe players, if you like, have a special, a, a more special place in your heart because you remember the moments more fondly, I suppose. Yes. Exactly. Um, I mean, if, if unfortunately for Chelsea, you don't have players that stay for long enough to become legends in that, in that yeah. regard. But like, there's certain moments. I'm not. I'm not saying. Uh, Havertz is probably getting close to that regard. Yeah, there's like I. I can always look back on Demba and go, he wasn't there long. He's not a legend. I'm not saying that at all. But I always have love and respect for the man because of the slip. Gelt. <laughs> no, I always go Demba the slip, and then he went and scored. I'm like, I always. But for, you, but for you, Chelsea fans, that's been. I mean, it's listen for Liverpool fans. We're just sick of it now because just give her a rest. Been eight years, and no offense, you know that you won anything that season anyway. All you did was stop us. All, all I remember from that goal is Mourinho and his wee um, puffer mm-hmm. thing going ah! like that. That's the only thing I remember. And I'm like, it's it's hilarious. It's it's like when... that's why I'm so happy Mourinho has been a, a, an absolute failure of a manager since. It's also it's also like when Eden Hazard scored against Tottenham. And then Leicester won the league, and then 
he he went and celebrated. He scored that wonder goal against Tottenham. No, it's things I, like that. I completely agree. Like, I, I completely agree with you in 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 that in that regard. That's a special moment for you. Listen, Liverpool fans was my fucking heading. Because it pisses off rival fans. It makes me happy. It's more annoying because um, it doesn't matter now. We've now won yes. the league. Oh no! Oh no! It, it was it was relevant because it was the closest we'd ever gotten, and we still hadn't done it. So you had someone against yes. us. The fact that, people, that rival fans still... They mention Steven Gerrard and they go, oh, that slip. It pisses yeah. me off yes. so much because it's not even the fact that it, we, we lost the league. It's the fact that look at all the moments before that. Mm. Gerrard could have gone to any team in the world. He could have gone to us. Yeah. And he could have become... In terms of, he would have won more honours than any other player but you know, in, but in, in, in English history, potentially. It but it doesn't matter. But he didn't. He stayed with us, even though we were we were shit, because he wanted to still keep us sort of in the conversation for the top four. And occasionally we would have a little title challenge. See, 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 for, see for a player like Steven Gerrard, but is obviously the modern player is different these days. Like obviously, like you want to win more honors and everything. But obviously, Gerrard wanted to do that also. But in a Gerrard standpoint, being a Liverpool legend and a one club man is far more important because he's kind of there's well, not many he's one of the last crops of players like that and now I think if if maybe he was playing in this either it would maybe be different I don't know but well it's, a, it's, 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 it's an interesting one but I I think if he rejected it back then I don't think he would I, I can't see him not rejecting it now either because, so we, it, because if you chuck five... Because at the time, that was a lot... That, 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 he was going to be one of those well-paid players. Yeah. I, th- I think if you chuck 500 grand at the man now, you never know. But... No, I, I listen, I I think that he deserves the respect to go, no, we don't need to put him in that... In yeah. that, in that we don't have to have that conversation because it's very unfair because yes. twice he rejected just for them for huge money at the time. I mean, back then, that was 500 grand, let's be honest, what he was going to get. Yeah, he was getting like 250. So... It, back, back in what 2005, 2006 mm-hmm. that, that was the equivalent now yeah. but I will say I'm not one of those fans that still talks about the slip like I, can, I, I see it about and I'm like it doesn't really matter now because you could then just go and put on a fucking video of Origi beating Barca or you could put on a video of Salah rinsing Chelsea with that long range effort or you know there's so many things you could retort to now but back we then, have, but, yeah, but we back then you, so, but we back then you couldn't. But back, then, but back then you couldn't, yeah. because bef- before, prior to the slip, there was a Stuart Downing era. You can't really go back long, and going forward there wasn't a lot. But now you've got the poster there, champions, the flag there, champions. You news people can't see this, but I'm just going about the room and going right. There's this. There's that as well. There's so many things. That you can retort because to. it was because we could finally speak. Yes, you finally had an answer to. We finally had an answer, and it's such a special moment because we finally done it. And uh, we were. Do you know what? When we won the league, I've mentioned this in podcast before. We, it was annoying because we could never speak because if you brought up the penalty title, we were finished. We had nothing in the conversation at all. When we won that. We shut everybody up. And when people start bringing up that Gerard set, we just go, oh, it's just annoying. But we don't get as annoyed anymore because we go, but we have won it now. So, you, yeah, you can have your little fun now. But look where you, I mean, look at Chelsea are now. They, they can't get anywhere near the title these days. Mm. I mean, we thought this season we're going to be near it. And they've dropped completely and Liverpool and City are back at the top again. We're, we're, we're still a couple of years and a couple of 
decent players in certain positions to get there. And Liverpool's Luis Diaz signing though will frighten Chelsea and Leicester United because they've spent how much Lukaku for example United brought in Ronaldo and whatnot. Liverpool just spent a lot less than that and have just got another world class player. Liverpool have all Klopp and Liverpool in recent years have always been smart of how much money they spend and what players they get and they don't rock the boat with certain signings that they make. Like if they no. make a signing, it's not going to be a player that's going to piss off the team or ruin the foundations, which I will say is the only mistake that Tuchel has made in his reign at Chelsea manager, short reign so far, the only mistake he's made is Lukaku. It's the only mistake, I think I think he was influenced by other people to make the signing. I do think he was influenced. Well, if we went back to the first episode, we could hear how excited you were with Lukaku. Yes, from. but now that I've seen it, and now that he's been negative and he's done all the stupid things, and then I've seen what he done to the team, I'm like, that's the only mistake Tuchel has made. Tuchel's come in, he's won the Champions League, he gave it a good good uh, run at the end of the, his first season and got us in the Champions League. He's done all these things, he's won some trophies, and if he goes on to Sunday, wins another trophy, especially he, he against adds us. On. Yes, and then he adds on to the legacy that he's trying to build. But, but if, the only mistake he's made is Lukaku. But only. if Chelsea go and lose that, that just cements what we already probably think in terms of Chelsea are miles out of the that, Yeah, that, that, that run. And that, that run in the Champions League was, I don't like this phrase because Liverpool did this quite a lot in, in 15 years, but, especially between 2000s and when we actually did get the league, but it was a, it was, it was the luck of the draw. Yes. That got you it. Where, whereas it probably actually wasn't. You actually, you deserve to be getting to the final, really. You didn't even have to have Real Madrid who knocked us out and whatnot. Mm, yeah. But think about Liverpool's worst season in four years was we got third in the Premier League. Mm. And right now, and right now, that's where we are. And you know, we've got the right manager. We've got the right manager for what we're trying to do. We just need to get there. And Tuchel's not been here long, so it's not as if he's been here four years and he's still trying to get it right. He's only been here a year and a half, so he needs that time. And I hope he gets it because he deserves it. And we'll see what happens Sunday. Sunday, big game, people. Big massive game between two titans of. English football, two of two of the biggest big teams. One that, Titan, one Giant. Yeah. <laughs> two two of the uh, kind of favourite ish, issues for the Champions League this season. Also, Chelsea being the reigning champions, so you can't say that they can't be one of the favourites. And Liverpool, who are tearing it up, uh, as expected and as they did it against Leeds there night. But yes, big game. Everyone, if you're not watching it. I've got to. I've got to ask. What's more important? Unless you're at a funeral. Oh, hello there. Unless you're at a funeral for a family member, or you're in a box and you can't move, or you're working. A box, you can't move. <laughs> 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 you sit in a cardboard box. What are you on about? Or if you're working and you can't get a phone or a laptop, then you should be watching this game, and you should be in the moment, like what we will be. Rugby here will be in in his home. I will, be in, I will be in Liverpool for it. The, the rugby family are locating... The, actually, half the rugby family have already gone down south, actually. They went down south on Wednesday. I decided to stay because... And the, and the rugby's yeah. been hardcore Liverpoolmans. 
So the Scousers, yes, Pullmans, Liverpoolians, Liverpoolians. No, it's not Liverpoolians. <laughs> Liverpoolers. I don't care. I will, you will go off that win though. I'm not joking. <laughs> um, but now it's going to be that. Nah, all jokes aside, um, it's going to be a cracking game. I'm very confident, which is a bad thing because usually if I'm confident, we don't win. So be I, confident. Be overconfident. It's all, it, before we we talk about other things, because we are actually talking about Liverpool and Chelsea for 50 minutes. Even though we could keep going on, but. Is it better to be underdogs in a cup final? Would you say? Yes. I see if I'm to see if I also get too confident, then it's it's bad. But if I'm sitting there going, oh come on, this, 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 you know, I'm, like like past finals against City, I wasn't confident in the Champions League final. We then done it. I was hell or not confident when we won the Champions League against Bayern. When I'm not when I'm not confident, it kind can, of bodes well. But if I'm over if I'm way overconfident. That's where we start to slip up. So I'm not going to go into it feeling feeling are good. You, um, are you you off Monday night? Off work? Are you working? I'm off Monday. You're off Monday. You never know, guys. You might get an instant reaction on Monday night. Oh, dear God. That is one of my first days off on holiday. So people, if... Possibly. It doesn't matter the result. I'll happily do a pod. If we lose, I'll happily do a nah, pod. No, if we lose, we're not doing it. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. But if, I'm we joking. Lose, if we lose, if we lose, if we lose, and uh, the pods here, you'll hear me vent. You'll hear my anger. You'll hear my cries, my tears. You'll, you'll, I'll be hung over to hell. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm still. I'm still doing sober February, but you, you never know if if we. It's the last day of February on Monday. It's only twenty eight days in February. I'll, I'll just need to drink the coffee then. But <laughs> I'll be upset people if we lose. So you, you'll, you'll hear. You'll hear. You will indeed. Uh, prediction? Score prediction? I am not giving a prediction. Yes, you are. Ba- based on, I don't, I don't want to jinx anything. No, you've got to give a prediction. I can't. You have to. I can't do you it. You have to. I can't do it. You have to. I can't do it. If you don't, I'm going to rip this one with a cracker in your face. Do it. Oh, you're not meant to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not give a prediction because I, I'm not a man of predictions. I'll give predictions about teams I don't care about. 3-1 Liverpool. You'll get one lucky penalty or something. Fine, I predict it won't be that. <laughs> <laughs> now, before one Liverpool. <laughs> if it's four on Liverpool, then I will be back in a drink before Monday. <laughs> I'll oh. be pished. I'll be drowning in whiskey. I'll be in a whiskey river. Oh, dear me. Right, let's, let's move on. We've mentioned the Champions League a few times. Big news today. I don't. I'm not going into the politics side. Oh, more Russia. We're not in. We're not. We're not that type of. Fuck saying it. No, it was it was moved from Zenit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, the Chinese has been moved. I don't think there's any surprise in that. No, no. Um, we're going to get an announcement tomorrow, of course. So, um, so where's it getting moved to? The we don't know yet. I mean, Wembley is in the. There's, there's plenty of countries that, and cities that have gone. We want it. We want it. They might as well move it to Wembley because it looks like you're being all English. But I think again. Wembley, though, the problem is that. It's that safety problems that they had in the Euros. Mm. Are UEFA confident enough to let Wembley host that big of a, in, in, of in a, a final yeah. again? Especially when it looks like the English sides are going to make it. And also, it looks like Boris has just decided that COVID's not a thing anymore. So I don't think they want to risk uh, taking the final to England. In I don't think they're that bothered. Yeah. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll have to wait and see on that front. But yeah, big news on that. Joe be amazing. Joe be incredible. If because be, be, we've already discussed this, <laughs> uh, the, because of San Siro is getting knocked down, Joe be a really nice thing to put it in the San Siro. If they put it in the San Siro for 
the sense before the sense you was not. But doing I think it's still one of those countries that are quite thinking about the, the COVID. I mean, they haven't got hot. They're not yeah. even letting full capacities in at the moment, so I'm not sure. They'll want a country where they'll go. They'll let full capacity in 100. percent Yeah, like 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 Qatar, a hundred thousand seat stadium kind of thing. Which is why probably Wembley is actually probably in a very strong position. Yeah. For, for sentimental reasons, I would like it if they put in the San Siro. Oh, imagine it was a Hampton. Oh, imagine it was a Hampton. I, imagine, imagine for I don't care who is who plays that fan, I would be going to fantasy, it. Fantasy booking. If it was at Hampton and it was, God forbid, you, you put the, the, that, the game in that stadium. But imagine if it was fantasy booking. Hampton, Chelsea, Liverpool. Me and oh. you in the stands. Watching it on, we'd be buying a private. We'd, booth. we'd, we'd have a private booth over to binoculars to see each other. We'd go, you, you bastard! Fuck, you can't see this, but yeah, I can tell you, I fucking can't. Like, yeah, that, that, you'd be right beside me because if you scored, I'd be throwing you off the stand. <laughs> I would throw myself off the stand if you scored. I'd be like, place too short, head first, <laughs> boom, right off the concrete. I mean, imagine that. The That's... finals are Hampton. You lose that Liverpool, and then Rangers bottle them. And then, I'd tra- then I'd be traveling on the train home. Uh, you, you and my face go why? And I'm like just sitting there drinking, like oh, I need to get, I need to get drunk, I need to get away from this. I am not a very good winner, to be fair. I'm quite a very loud winner. But that is what we love, people, passionate football fans who love winning and enjoy the spoils. Of I it. haven't experienced enough of it. So I've been playing City fans, probably, You see, if they win the Champions League, right? That's the only trophy where they're going to be really big-headed. Because they haven't won it yet. If they when they win the league or they win an FA Cup or League Cup, they're like, "Yeah, it's not sure." Right? Are you are you talking about the, the fan base yeah. that bef- that bef- before they even had the chance to lose it, which they did? Yeah, they got tattoos of Champions League winners. Two I think every single fan base have got a story like that, but it was funny that I did see Just, that. See the guy that got a tattoo in his head. Oh God. It was, uh, he's bald as well. It's not as if he can hide it. It's <laughs> bald. Oh, it's He's bald in the Man City Champions League 2021 winners. And I just went, you're losing now, you bastards. You've done it yourself. But yeah. You have indeed. Um, should we talk about the Premier League? Yes. Because we've obviously spoken about Liverpool's situation. We don't need to go back there because we did win 6-0 yesterday. But we've, we've mentioned Liverpool enough. So let's give other teams a voice in this conversation. Yeah. United! Oh, dear God, and United. <laughs> yeah, um, this Ralph Ragnick is not it, is he? He is a director of football, which, which is, is that what he's going into once he's done? I think he should just not even be that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He's, yeah, he's a director Apparently, right, people, apparently this is the godfather of the two managers who are in a cup final on Sunday. This is the, this is the godfather of Tuchel and Klopp. I don't see it. This man has not improved United since he's been. The same problems are still there. Yes. We, we, we can't say a lot because it's the, the players, it's still the same players at the end of the day, but he's nothing special. He's There's a reason why he's not going to be the manager after he's a little spell that he's going to be, he's planning on being a director of football. He's not a full-on manager, manager, manager. He's not going to change everything and get them Champions League and win them trophies straight to the back. He's just a guy that's filling the seat and warming the seat up for the next manager. And that's all he is. And Well, it's looking like he's going to be Poch. Maybe even Conte if he leaves Spurs. Who we really should be talking about at Spurs because big news last night was that interview, which I'm sure you have um, you if, have all seen. If you, if you haven't seen it, then... I'm not going to play that, actually, because I think you can't... Like, if you go on to the pre... Um, 
press um, website, see if they have any any clips on that. You can actually play them. I should have done that. But anyway. But basically, the man, the man's basically said that he's either going to get sacked or he's going to leave. That's basically what he said. He, he said his time's coming to an end at, at Tottenham. Basically, we had a little, we had a very small conversation about this downstairs when we were doing our our coffees. Now, very, very critical of Conte because I think I've seen he he. Listen, we all had the suspicion that Conte did not know exactly how bad Spurs were when he first took the job. I don't know how, but but he did. All I've seen him do is whinge and whinge and whinge. And I'm kind of a bit... I feel for Spurs a bit now, for Spurs fans, because how many times are they going to get managers that just whinge? I know, it's, it's like what we also said, get a manager that's grateful to fucking be there. A manager, right, that can only go in to close, that can spend a lot of money and it can only handle when it's going well, I've got no respect, I've got no respect for at I, yeah, all. Yeah, it's, it's like... It, we're, we're very fortunate in that regard because we've both got managers that want to be our, our respective clubs. And who are grateful, and who are both walked into iffy situations re- as well, and who also walked into rebuilds mm-hmm. and have been successful in those rebuilds, and aren't sitting there being pissy when results don't go their way. Like Liverpool, Klopp at Liverpool wasn't a quick fix. It was a de- it was a development that took time, and then he got time and done it. Tuchel's one was he was very quick off the back, but it was in a respectful sense that he done it in. And he didn't come in and completely change everything. Conte has come in, big-headed, fresh off the Serie A win with Inter, and expected to do the same as Spurs. And expected to try and sign Lautaro uh, Martinez and try and continue this little run that he's on. I, th- I think, do you know I think? I think he expected to do it down at Chelsea. Yes. Come in straight away, and and somehow win things. No. I know Chelsea were terrible when he came in, but the players that he had were title winners. Spurs have still not fixed the defence, and and Lloris has made some howlers recently again as well. Yes, and that's the problem with Spurs. And we we focus so much on trying to find a replacement for Kane, or if Kane's going to go, when you forget how bad they are defensively still. Every uh, team that wins trophies has a strong defence foundation. Yeah, I think Klopp came to Liverpool and realised. Liverpool aren't winning trophies because the defence is rubbish. But he didn't lose that right away because we had to go through the Europa League heartbreak. But then after that, he was like, no, Liverpool's problem is, we can too many goals, we need to sort that out first, and then we'll just start adding to the attack there. But the foundations are there. And someone is going to have to go into Spurs and realise that. Yes. Because until they sort that, until they make that team hard to score against, no matter who you put in there, they're, still, they're never going to improve. These Burnleys and all that are still, and Wolves are still going to go in and they're going to get results against them. You're, you're just not going to get a manager that's going to impact Spurs in that way that Porsche did. You're just not going to get Conte it. can be that man, though. He can be that man. He just needs to roll his sleeves up. Stop whinging. Except that this season's probably a dead end. Do your best you can. Then you'll get given money in the summer. And go again. And go fresh. Give yourself a, a, a proper season. You've only come in mid-season. You know, Nuno came in. He didn't do much at all. You know, he didn't leave Spurs in a great position at all. So forget this season. Try and do your best you can with that with the season that you've got. Try and at least have your open league football for next season and go again. Why are you throwing your, your, your toys out the pram unless there's something seriously wrong with the, at the that we're not seeing in the background where he's been promised stuff and they haven't given it and they've basically gone, well, you're not going to get that in the summer. Stop throwing your toys out the out the pram. Do your job that you get paid a lot of money to do. 
I don't think Conte wants to be there. I... Well, tough. He signed the contract. He has. Yeah, and he, he, he don't. He, you can tell he doesn't want to be there because he can. He doesn't have that passion. Like when when he was at Chelsea, when when they'd score a goal, he'd be up there running about, high five the fans, celebrating, going mental. He'd be screaming. He'd be, mm-hmm. he'd, be, he'd be shouting his team on when, when they were losing or drawing. Let's get that push. Let's push. Let's get, let's get, let's get that goal. Yeah. I taught him. He's kind of just sitting there. He's kind of just sitting there, like doing his usual hand gestures to make to show the cameras that he's interested and in doing all this pish. He doesn't look like he doesn't have that fire. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he wants. He he doesn't look like he's given. 100% and if he's not going to give 100% look, neither the, are the players look the players aren't giving 100% oh, oh yeah don't get exactly. me wrong with that okay I completely understand where the frustration is coming from but you haven't been there long enough to, to be able to criticise they go oh, I'm going to walk out here Tottenham no, and also, to put the poor fans through this nonsense and also Tottenham aren't a, a winning team but the manager is a winning manager but their team isn't a winning team they never were a winning team, so it's not as like, like if you can go to Chelsea and slightly change them from because Chelsea were a title winning team before before Conte came in, even though they were bad. Tottenham have never been that. The reason I feel for Spurs fans so much is that I listened to this the first time I watched the Talksport video last night Sorry, when uh, Jamie O'Hara, the Spurs man, oh dear God, and you watch his reaction, listen to the words, and it was just devastation because they know that they haven't got. A lot, really anywhere to go and it's just sort of like oh, here we go again mm-hmm. so I do feel for Spurs in this regard I really do I, I but you can't because you're a Chelsea man yeah I, I, I can't feel for them and I do agree I, I feel I, I do understand but that if I if I go into a neutral sense I'm like like fuck me like it, as as a Spurs fan it will be frustrating it will be horrible they're just off the back of an amazing result away at the Etihad and then they go and lose to Burnley. No disrespect to Burnley, but you don't go and beat a team that's flying and a team that probably, possibly, they can tell you will win the league. You don't go and do that, then lose to Burnley. And also, have they lost four of the five league games? Is that is that right? Yeah. Four of the five league games. That's what Conte said. He should rethink his position because he lost four of the five league games. And that only what league game that he won was against City. I've not seen a manager this for a long, long time. So yeah, absolutely ridiculous. But the, the worst thing is, is if Conte leaves, who are they going to bring in? All the other managers are taken for. Like all, all the other top. But as we said before, I think I think that is going to play into something good because they should just get a manager in that's passionate, grateful, and wants to be there, and also. You know, Tottenham aren't an elite club. I'm sorry for people to people. I'm not trying to be hateful, but they're not a team that should be getting a top, 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 top world class manager at all costs. Get a manager that wants to be there. Get a manager that wants to be there for a good few years and build something. Because I hate to say this, people, but you're going to do another rebuild, just like what Potch done at Tottenham. You're going to just build something again, and it, that that's just the way it is. And Apologies, uh, go my friend, but you're gonna need to start building the foundations again from scratch because right now your midfield's stale, your attacks potentially gonna get halved if Kane goes, and your defense is rank on. Very well, very well put, Miller. I've got not much else to add. Respectfully, um, 
Shall we talk about some teams doing in the relegation zone? Yes, let's go for it. Let's go for it because Newcastle obviously brought in some 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 decent players and have really put in some not even good results, some good performances. Yes, Kieran Trippier, the free kick man. I, don't you dare say master in this room. But he is a free kick man. He's not the best. No, um, no, no, he's, no, no, he's not. But for a right back, he's kind of loving it right now. But yeah, uh, he did get injured, sadly. There's a huge buzz around Newcastle because the t- they've not the fans have, and I've found a couple does of it, Newcastle does, fans. Does, does it warm your heart as much as it does I? Pardon? Does it warm your heart as much as it does I? Seeing Newcastle fans and Newcastle no. kind of going a bit forward a bit. No. So you want them to get relegated? Yes. <sighs> no because they're about to do what you guys are doing. No having it. I still, still like. I'm Newcastle. better. I still like Newcastle, but let's not look. Look, I'm maybe being a bit harsh because I listen. I, Newcastle have gone through so much shit, but they're about to go. Instead of having in terms of a good owner that's going to come in and, and make them a mid-table side, and then going to take them to the top, they're going to go from the bottom right to the top in one or two years with the money they're about to spend. You've got these crazy Saudis coming. In. I mean. I'll ask you this question, right? Newcastle, they're probably going to stay up for me, right? I hope they do. Mbappe is out of contract this summer. Newcastle can offer him whatever they want. He'd be dumb to do that, but... Why would he be dumb? Because he, he, he needs to go to Real or Liverpool. Why would he go to Real Madrid? Because it's his dream. Why? I don't know. It's, it's just his dream. Why would he play in La Liga right now? I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, we should have known when they win the Champions League. I mean, he's he's, he's not like playing a top league anyway. He's playing in France for this year. But Mbappe goes to Newcastle. He turns him into a top four side right away. I suppose, but with the additions they've made. If I, if I was Mbappe and I was going to the Prem, I'd get that wee Nike. Even Haaland actually, actually as well. It's only sixty mil. Eden Hazard rejected Newcastle. What is who? When you guys got given your money, mm-hmm. what? Striker did you buy first? Was it Shevchenko? Or was it Crespo? Or was it someone else? I think Crespo was before him. Uh, I think it might have been Shevchenko. Yeah. yeah. Who at the time was at the very top list of top strikers. He was was a Ballon d'Or, wasn't he? Exactly. So, and you guys, let's be honest, were not this top side. You were not a terrible side. People always say Chelsea were nothing. They weren't. They they were in the top set and they were touching the top four, but they needed that money to to get to to sort of smash the door down. We were in a far better position, table wise, than Newcastle are in there because Newcastle are battling relegation. But yeah, but if they, but 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 anything can happen. Look at the money they've got. If I if I'm in Bappy, but if I'm going to the Prem, it's to go to is go to a team like Liverpool. It's not to go to Newcastle. Liverpool can't. will never pay them the wages they need. Oh to no, pay. because uh, PSG are trying to get the. French president to offer him a mil a week. It's not even the stupid. Exactly, it's the wages. And Newcastle are about to be are the richest club in the world, so they can give him that. They can, they could give him more money than City can give him, which is inc- even you guys, which is incredible. Mm. So for me, that's why I, I, I've got resentment for Newcastle because they're about to go from signing Chris Wood to signing the best player in the world in Kylian Mbappe. And people. Don't expect them to not spend the money on Mbappe because he fucking spent 25 mil on Chris Wood. Exactly. 25 mil on Chris Wood is ridiculous. And look, I understand the argument of, 
Oh yeah, but if it was him by Liverpool, would you be saying this? Of course not, because they're, they're my team. Of course not, you would take it. If anybody sits there and goes, no, I wouldn't take that for my club, you're lying. Of course you would, because you're about to become untouchable in that regard. And I'd love Mbappe to come to Liverpool, but I don't think that's going to happen, so let's take that completely off the table. If Newcastle stay up, mark my words, if you think that Newcastle are not in a conversation for Mbappe and Haaland, you are mental. Yes. Even Ronaldo. If he wants mm, to leave United. I don't, uh, but anyway, that's another. That's maybe going a bit extreme because of, of, of his age and whatnot. So no, I, I don't have. I, I'm not happy for Newcastle in that regard. I hope they, they don't. They don't deserve to go down because they've got a brilliant fan base, a brilliant stadium, I, I, and I, history. If I Jordan, I'm not happy for the club. I'm happy for their fans. I'm not happy for the team itself because, yeah. But I'm ha- I'm happy for the fans that are kind of getting closure from all the shit they've been through. But at the same time, I do not want another city. Because I want my team to win the league. And also, we've got two, I've already got two bastards in front of me that are always up there. But if I've got a third there, then it kind of means that, you know, I'm fighting a losing battle. But yeah, res- respect the Newcastle fans and all that. But obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Newcastle to start winning the league every year because I'm spending 200 mil on a player every season and building a, a super team yeah. but it's, it's highly possible well it's the way football is these days so if they get relegated we'd then have would, would that just derail it for a couple of years and then we'd be like we'd be we'd just, that'd bring more fear though we'd be suddenly going oh as soon as they get promoted they're going to come right back and go it would give us a year to stay calm it would give us a year to try to win something at least yeah, 100%. Well, hey, listen, that's, you know, that, that's that's football these days. And, you know, I'm in a situation where I've had to deal with, you know, Chelsea, United City, all these big money powerhouses. So I'm always going to have a little bit of resentment when another one comes along. But if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be happy. But I'm not. So you can get to hell. Yes. Anyway, um, so they're not going to go down. So who is going to go down? Because we Leeds all know, are in trouble for me. We, we all know Norwich are going down. That's, that, that, that's confirmed. Norwich and Watford are down. Norwich and Watford are Burnley which, probably are going to stay did, Which we predicted in that order that they'd be down, didn't we? I thought Burnley would be the... Yeah, I think Burnley, I thought, were going to be the third team, but I think Burnley have got enough. I think that White Horse has been an amazing signing. It'll either be Burnley that goes down... Certain Brentford. Day, then Brentford, then Brentford Leeds. could be in trouble. Then Leeds. Brentford, Leeds, Everton, Burnley are the four in big trouble. If everyone won't go down, but they're in the conversation, but they won't go down, but they're in the conversation at least. Well, if everyone go down and Liverpool win the Champions League, it'll be the, it'll potentially. In fact, see if you don't win anything, and and everyone get relegated, where would you rank that as your favourite seasons of football if everyone get relegated? It's up there. It's barely. Is it? I would. I would. Laugh my ass off if, if and it would be even funnier, right? If it's Lampard, I think it's well, that would be funny as well. But it'd be funnier, right? So they go and win a trophy down the championship, it was a playoff final or the championship really? title Woo, because we could go, Yeah, you won a trophy, you now won a trophy, but look at the trophy you've won, it'd be even better. You want a, tr- you want a trophy that Newcastle won and uh, what West Ham won and what fucking all these other won. yeah exactly so it would be very very funny I'm sorry Aversonians especially if you're listening to this sorry not sorry, sorry but you're, yeah it'd be funny you're, 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 be, you're being too, too nice here you don't, you, you don't well I've sorry. been quite nasty I think in this podcast to a lot of people so I'm trying to show that I'm not that's, nasty that's what we're here for but, people we're here for the grittiness but um, yeah but let's talk about Leeds though because 
how long are they going to stick with Bielsa for? And listen, Rai, who's a good Leeds mate of mine, has made it very clear to me that he is... Bielsa has done so much for the club that he has earned the right to even to, to not to be sacked. But at the same time, they can't. You can't afford to be relegated from the Premier League these days. The yeah. money you're gonna lose is incredible. And for me, Bielsa is going to get them very close at the very least to getting sacked because they were defensively Liverpool just tore them apart. Really did. Yeah, uh, it's. Like it's last last season, you could give you could give Leeds it because they were having six goal fillers in the regs, but you know they were getting like three three draws, five six five defeats and all that. But now, when they're a part of these like six or seven or eight goal fillers, they're not scoring. No. So you've got to look at it and go, you're still on these fillers, but you ain't contributing, and you're getting pumped every week. So. They are not the leads of last season. They're kind of they're, they're they've had work. a lot of injuries, but they've got a very thin squad, so it's really affected them. If they get relegated, you can't keep them. I think it's due to merit. You can't if 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 you get relegated for Premier League, you you lose your job. Just just do it in merit. But they just need help. They just need the players in January. If they if they don't sack them, then I won't I, I won't be going. Oh, I can't believe he didn't get sacked because you know sentimental reasons. I think they mm-hmm. keep them. But mm-hmm. if they do get relegated, if I was go by logic, he should get sacked. Well, it's a it's a, it's a conversation for if, another day, I suppose. It's all what ifs, I guess, because there's a couple of teams below below them that that are just as shit and will probably go down. Yeah, and fill that fourth spot. Yeah, um, big night of European football tonight, especially if you're not actually wet. Make make this very clear, guys. Actually, Miller isn't even wearing a Chelsea top today. He is got a Rangers. I've got my. I've got it's a very nice Rangers track so It's very McLaren. Yes, I've got my, my my new Rangers top. One hundred and fifty years. I've got my Rangers top, and I've got my Rangers. It should say one title in ten years. That's what it should say. No, it should. <laughs> I'm joking. I have got my Rangers gear on because people. It is a big game. It is Rangers Dortmund tonight. And we, it's the second installment, and we have to give you massive credit for last Thursday because it was a sensational performance. It was something we never, we none of us expected. None of us expected it. I would expect that if it, if it was the other way around and we lost four two, not win four two, but yes, we went to Dortmund and won four two, and it wasn't because they put a weakened team out. They had Matt Hummels at the helm. Hummels wasn't playing. The only player that, that wasn't playing was Haaland. The rest, the rest of them was their, their full team. Royce, Guerrero, Hummels. They, they, they had their full team except from Haaland. And there's confirmed people that the Jude Bellingham also has scored. There's confirmed people Haaland isn't playing tonight. So it's going to be a big boost. But big boost. And, and your atmosphere is going to be rocking. Some. Rocking. I try. I try to get a ticket and no it chance. just couldn't. Even even if the result didn't go. The way you probably still would be able to get a ticket because it's a big European night. But as soon as that game finishes, like there's no chance of getting. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to watching it. Yes, I'm also looking forward to. Before that, Celtic will be playing in the Conference League. They are three one down against Bona Glint, was it or something like that? Yeah. Is that the team? So I, I was laughing. I was laughing about that result, and then we 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 went and fucked up in the league, so it didn't really matter. But yes, they did lose that game, mm-hmm. so there's a chance they'll be knocked out of. 
three European competitions this season. If you beat Dortmund tonight and you go through, mm-hmm. are you in the conversation to reach the last stage of the Europa League, do you think? It could be a similar uh, journey of when we, what we've done in Manchester, where we made it to the final in Manchester and we played. I'm just... I'm just, I'm just thinking about. Would you rather win the Scottish Premiership or reach the Europa League semi-finals at least? Win the Scottish Premiership. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just I, I just can't have, have I can't have Celtic uh, taking the title off this this quickly. Uh, and European nights are nice, but also if we win the league, we go straight into the Champions League group stages. So I'd rather. Yeah, I'll change the question. Reach Europa League final or win the Scottish Premiership. Win the Scottish Premiership. Win the Europa League, almost win the Scottish Premiership. Win the Scottish Premiership. <laughs> it's yeah. that important to me that we retain the title. But you would, would would your answer be different if it wasn't Celtic that would be winning it? So for, so for, so so neither of you win the Scottish Premiership it, and you get to your league final. Would the answer be different? Yes. Fair enough. I just don't want to say the win. See if see if like an unknown. See if like uh, our broth got promoted next year. And had a Leicester S season and beat us both to it, and then I, I, you brought a question to me again. Would you rather win the league and stop our growth from doing the impossible, or win the Europa League final? Everybody the Europa League final. But I can't have said they win the league. No. Just, just can't. Uh, you know, listen, Mel, we've been we've been on for a while actually today. One hour twenty minutes. Very, very strong start to the new season. Yes. Of pods, um, guys. I'm going to say it right now. We are going to try and do this every week. It's going to be harder than the first season to do that. We are, um, we are hard workies. We're both... Go- I mean, I'm particularly going to be going back to five days a week in work. Um, we are adults. So we're going to try our best, but I would probably more promise you every two weeks, I would say you should yes. be expecting an episode. Ju- um, ju- just like this one when it's uploaded, it'll be a surprise because I've done it in a while. Yeah. But yes... Uh, we're not going to promise anything, but just know, content will be on the way. It will indeed. Um, so guys, do um, do drop some followers on, on um, whatever link you're watching now, if it's Spotify or, or whatever. Um, go and follow our Twitter, which is at Good vs Evil Pod. At Good vs Evil Pod, yes. Uh, please do give us a follow on that. Because um, we're going to become, we're going to be more active than on that this season as well. Um, we're both going to take the the rain on that. Yes. And we're just going to start just posting random random stuff and sharing and all that sort of stuff. So so give all give do give that a follow um, and get involved in in the conversation um, on there. Um, and yeah, I hope you've all enjoyed this League Cup twenty twenty two final preview with a few extra fillers at the end as well. Yes. Uh, Miller, thank you for joining me. It's always, been, a, always a pleasure. It's been a very, it's been a pleasure to bring you back into the rugby den, the lab, uh, the rugby lab, which is a very messy rugby lab at the back. But hopefully, that'll be getting sorted very, very soon. Yes. Anyone who wants to uh, put the name, the name in the hat, the committee, the cleanup committee would be appreciated. Um, uh, I mean, you've just volunteered people, random people, to come to my house and sort out my room. As soon as they've seen this mess. They'd be clamouring to come fix this. I want you to show me your room when you get back. My room's not big enough to have mess. <laughs> see, my room was big enough. I'd probably have a lot of mess, but my room's not big enough to have mess. There's not a lot of space. Indeed. My bed covers about 80% of the room. Bloody hell. I'd probably like my room, to be fair. No, no, no. My drawers take up most of the room. 
They're, they're, they're big drawers. They fit a lot of clothes. They, they cover most of it. But yes. But Mel, thank you for joining me. Good luck on Sunday. You don't mean that? I, I do. I do genuinely. <laughs> I do genuinely. Good luck. You won't win it. But good luck. All the same. May the best German win. May the best... How do you say Germany in German? Deutschland? May the best Deutschland win. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't we, know. We probably just insulted every single German. People, if you want to comment and uh, if the right, if that was right or wrong, please do so. We we are not we are not historians. We do not search up these things. German is not our second language. We're both very stupid people. We just love football. Yes. <laughs> well, I was like, mm, I'm stupid. Which is which is which is always the case for uh, football people. They are. Not the most intellectual people, as you'll see by pundits these days. But yes, yes, all the uh, all the best, everyone. Take care out there, um, and yeah, we will be back next week where there'll be one very happy half of the Good versus Evil pod, and there's going to be one very unhappy half of the pod. Comment a red. A heart or coming a blue heart your predictions of what the result's going to be that's a good shout yeah we, we, that is a good shout if, if you care enough if you even got this far do it yeah do let us know by the guys actually before we uh, actually do actually because this has been like the longest outro I think anyone's ever done but please do actually comment if you actually did get to the end we don't expect everybody to we, we know that certain fans are only here for certain certain bits so but if you do make it to the very end uh, you're an absolute legend and we appreciate you. So take care all, all the best and ta-da. See you later guys.